In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Well, this morning we find out something that many of us might not believe or even think about. But for Jesus, the greater miracle is a rich man repenting versus a blind man receiving his sight. Now, this might not add up in our minds because healing the blind goes against the nature that's crumbling before us. However, we only need to look at the disciples' reaction from last week versus none this week to see what I mean. But just a quick refresher. Two weeks ago, a rich man asked Jesus what he needed to do to inherit eternal life. And Jesus said he just lacked one thing, which of course was a deal breaker for the rich man because he needed to give up what was most important to him. Then last week, Jesus said it was harder for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God than for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. And that's when the disciples couldn't believe what they heard. The scripture actually says they were greatly astonished. But even in their astonishment, Jesus reassured them with God, anything is possible, even the impossible. How Jesus reassured his followers by telling them was by telling them that the way out of their sinful and broken existence was repentance, a complete reformation that would lead them to follow Jesus anywhere, including Calvary. Now, over the last two months, what's actually driven the gospel action is, in fact, repentance. And today, the action begins when Bartimaeus calls out for mercy. He knows it's Messiah time, and he's heard that Jesus, in fact, does the impossible. The people around Bartimaeus, though, however, are quite uncomfortable with what he is saying, because for them, then, it would mean a complete reformation, a turning toward Jesus as Savior, as the Messiah, and then sharing God's kingdom with the likes of a beggar, like Bartimaeus. No matter for Bartimaeus, though, he still confesses, and Jesus then calls him to be a disciple of Christ. Repentance always turns us back into disciples. Bartimaeus, hearing the call of Jesus, throws off his cloak, the most important thing to him, and runs quite recklessly as any blind man runs to Jesus. Now, him throwing the cloak off would be akin to a street musician turning over his guitar case that's full of money in order to meet somebody walking down the sidewalk. The cloak for Bartimaeus, like that guitar case for a street musician, was his livelihood. It was, in fact, the most important thing. But Jesus isn't concerned necessarily with Bartimaeus and his blindness. What he's most concerned about is Bartimaeus following him. And Bartimaeus actually responds, because that is faith. 
knowing the way to Jesus without even the need of sight. Now, of course, Jesus does heal Bartimaeus. But you have to ask yourself, for what? Jesus gives Bartimaeus sight so that he can follow Christ into Jerusalem. The next scene in the Gospel is the triumphal entry. So, Jesus gives Bartimaeus his sight just so he can see Jesus die. So he can follow Christ to the crucifixion. But that is the life of the disciple. A complete reformation that results in a turning around and following Jesus at all costs, including bearing a cross. Now today we do celebrate the Reformation, which, like the Gospel reading, actually begins with the call to repentance. Quick history lesson. The first of the 95 theses was this. Our Lord and Master, Jesus Christ, when he said repent, willed that the whole life of believers should be repentance. That is what Martin Luther nailed on the Wittenberg door. If we take this as indicative, then we certainly see that Reformation wasn't about a new church or about keeping the status quo, but was about a cleansing of sorts. There would be no Reformation without repentance. There would be no Reformation without throwing off what was keeping the church from proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ and running recklessly after him. Now what is part of our history as Lutherans, the Reformation, is actually being played out now in our midst at St. John. Last week, the Ambassadors of Reconciliation came and reported to us what their over 500 hours had told them. And for us who were here at that report, the oral report did begin with a call to repentance. Any action forward, any beginning of reformation for this congregation will in fact begin with repentance. Because any church that is about reformation is about Christ and his gifts and will always be about throwing off that which keeps us down so that we may run after our Lord Jesus. So whether God has a sense of the poetic or humor or whatever, he chose to have the ambassadors of reconciliation come here the week before Reformation Sunday. And for us, Reformation will mean repentance, which will mean us acknowledging those parts of our lives that need to be transformed by the power of Jesus Christ. Now, blind Bartimaeus had his cloak, his begging garment that kept him down. But we need to ask ourselves, what is it for us? Because Jesus this morning is calling our name out, asking us to run recklessly after him letting go of whatever is hindering us, even if we believe it's the most important thing. Because if it is the most important thing, I understand that might seem impossible to us to do. But as our Lord said last week, with God all things are possible, 
even the impossible. So perhaps this Reformation Sunday will, will mean more to this congregation than the actual Reformation itself. And my encouragement to everyone here is to return to their baptismal faith. Return to Jesus Christ in the waters of holy baptism. And throw off the garment that weighs you down and then put on the garment of Christ. That will actually get you through the hardships that lie ahead. Because it will turn our eyes toward Jesus. Give us a word of prayer rather than gossip and actually begin to cause us to love one another. And when this happens, reformation in the form of repentance and returning to Jesus, then there will in fact be a great astonishment from the people all around. Because they will see what God is doing in St. John, because St. John will be a testimony to the greater miracle. The greater miracle that happens when people who are in conflict repent, forgive, and then live joyfully together in the way of Christ. Even if it means death or giving up something important. Because for those astonished people in the community, even in our midst, they will see a faith that hopes in a resurrection after death, that hopes for a brighter day after a dark day, and that hopes for a life together after conflict, where all of God's people will sing for joy and say amen. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. <laughs>